This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. So welcome to the after show, welcome. rich people. <laughs> money, money, money. Thanks money. for your support. <laughs> and speaking of money, Israel Falal. Oh, he needs some. Apparently. <laughs> uh, so we, we talked about the Israel Falal case. We thought that would be the end of it. We hoped oh, that would God. be the end of it. Just a little recap for uh, anyone that might have missed that episode. Um, so Israel yeah. Falal is a rugby player in Australia mm-hmm. of Islander descent, is a Christian by faith. Yes. Um, and there are some absolutely wonderful Christian people absolutely um, and he is not one of them so <laughs> he posted on Instagram a very tacky meme with, which Christians oh. are really good at finding like the really blurred out yeah. pixelated yeah, like pixelated you know it's always like a picture of God or yeah. footsteps yeah. down the beach and it's like oh God was here or something oh, yeah, yeah. he was anyway, carrying me so he posted one saying uh, I think it was adulterers uh, drinkers mm. and you know a yeah. whole list of people which basically covered everyone everybody and, and homosexuals will go to hell you're Small all sinners <laughs> I mean beach party I'm looking Forward to great Okay. Rugby Australia um, asked me to take it down because they obviously are trying to become quite progressive, as a lot yeah. of um, yeah. sports organisations are, which I'm really impressed by. The absolutely. AFL, yeah, we talked about in our last live yeah. show, actually, we talked about the AFL and the wonderful steps <laughs> they're taking to try and make um, sport a more inclusive mm-hmm. space yes. for people. I asked them to take it down because it was a breach of their social media mm-hmm. uh, policy. He refused to take it down. It became quite public. And eventually he was sacked yeah. From, yeah. The from, the, from the rugby. From the rugby. <laughs> and, <laughs> the, rugby. Uh, the ball game. Anyway. <laughs> so we, we talked about it. That was sort of where, yeah, where it yeah. was finished last time. Now, since then, the Prime Minister has weighed in. Of um, course he, he has is, is very much siding with Israel Folau. These religious uh, freedoms act that they're, mm. they're trying to pass or that they're talking about, they're, they're working on the bill at the moment. Yeah. The Prime Minister and the right wing, far right wing, are using Israel Folau, mm. I, I believe, as a poster boy for oh, this. For sure. yeah. And it's become a bit of a scary conversation and it's very, really become a lot scary. more yeah. than just Israel Folau. So Israel's now since launched, got you support. We launched a GoFundMe. Relaunched a new one <laughs> yeah, uh, on, on, a a, side, on a different yeah. side. Oh, really? Got yeah. $100,000 from the Australian Christian Lobby as an initial pledge. Now that's donations that people have made to the Australian mm-hmm. Christian Lobby, yes. which I sh- we should be very clear is separate to the Catholic or Christian Church, but is a Christian organisation in Australia that is supposed to promote the beliefs of all Christian people. So that's not yeah. when you put the money in the thing no. that goes around. No, no, no. no. no that oh, goes, what are those? No, that goes... So when you put money in, in the thing at church, part of it goes to the local parish, yeah. part of it goes to the Vatican, yeah. you know, it goes... Yeah. And goes to Israel for that. Uh, well, yeah, well, now it does. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, and they've raised literally millions of Dollars for so this, far. which is disgusting because Israel Folau was already on a four million dollar a year well, contract. Like, so he stopped doing that. Owns well, like. several properties in <laughs> very it. affluent areas. I believe has a yacht, yep. has several very expensive cars, mm-hmm. is a very wealthy man, and does not yeah. need money for legal fees. And this, no. Well, he was defending it, being like, "But my lawyers like cost a million dollars." Yeah, I was, I was like, like, "Well, well there's no. also been some law experts that have gone on the news and said there yeah. is no way that this cost because he was aiming for three million, yeah. and then all these these legal experts were saying there's no yeah. way that this. But there's nothing like cost. binding him to actually using it for that. No, that's the So other he could thing, literally yeah. just go on a fucking Whatever holiday he if he wanted. But like, again, guys, get some we're getting away from the point. The point <laughs> yeah. is, 
no one is looking at Israel Folau and thinking, there's a man in need. I need yeah, to give yeah. him money to defend oh, his guy. beliefs. People are looking at him going, I'm pissed off because of the the results mm-hmm. of the marriage mm-hmm. equality survey. And he's being used as a poster boy to fuel. Oh, yeah. This is a backlash to the rights that we as gay men, yes. but also the rest of the LGBTI community mm-hmm. have gained over the last several decades. And they're, and they're, I think, looking at this as, if I put money towards this, mm-hmm. it'll piss off the LGBTI yeah. community. Yeah, it's and an it's ideological It is. Support. That's that's a way of saying it. it, it. it it's, yeah. it's less about the person because, to be honest, I don't know how many white male members of the Australian mm. Christian lobby actually care about mm. a Brown Brothers sporting career. Yeah. But it is all ideological mm. in that this stands for something else for mm. them. Yeah. Mm. It's almost frustrating because it's the one topic we can't stay ahead of. Yeah. Like, we record this yeah. every week and it feels like this could be a topic on the show every week. Yeah, it's yeah. constant Because something stupid happens mm-hmm. with it. Like oh, the yeah. day after we record. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's kind of disgusting that it's hit this really topical soft spot for mm-hmm. a lot of people because obviously when it comes to people of color in this country, we want to support them as best we can. Yeah. And also the arguments about where did these religious beliefs and ideals come from mm-hmm. within that culture in the first place. Yeah. Which is- um, so it's kind of like a, a maze you can get trapped in mm-hmm. if yeah. you're trying to get yourself on the the moral mm. right it's like supporting competitors mm. yeah you know, I, it's, it's a hard thing to talk about is his background yeah. because i i don't want to yeah. say that people from certain areas and certain beliefs are mm. wrong and when this conversation first started he said that well if you're going to tell me off yeah. being, being a Tongan with religious beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people in the rugby league that mm. have the same, that are from my background that have the same beliefs. But it's not about yeah. like but having religious really beliefs. Nice. It's, no, it's not. Yeah, but, no. but also, you know, yeah. people from beliefs. But it has been nice to see a lot of people yes. um, from different backgrounds in the rugby league come yeah. out and support us and say, yeah. we just yeah. want that you to know, we're exactly. not on side. I'm going to go yes. find me, shut them down. Yeah. That was like such yeah. a nice... Yeah. Yeah. And, and some of those people are also religious people, but they're like, yeah, we believe in our religion, but we don't believe that you're going to hell. You get beautiful religious people who That's practice it. Christianity in the right exactly way right. and love all. And then you get these people that just focus on weird aspects yeah. of the Bible and yeah. get really like locked down into it and Focused use on it. these horrible platforms to spread their yeah. hate. And it's so enraging and mm-hmm. you lose sight of it because you kind of like, yeah. I mean, us guys in Melbourne, we, we like live in this bubble and we do. Like, sure. I, I fully forget that this happened. Like, and then yeah. there are all these kind of maybe like country mm. people and like yeah. all these other Christians. That, well, like I feel like a lot like in the country, there's a lot of like really yeah. heavily religious people. There is, yeah. yeah. And, Hilarious. You forget that outside of Melbourne, it's, you, yeah. yeah, it's, I, it's I, and I think what we need to be focusing on this story is not so much Israel Folau, but mm-hmm. why? Why is this? Happening? Why is he being the poster boy? Mm-hmm. And it is the Australian Christian Lobby. Yeah. They saw his first attempt fail. They jumped on board with it. Now this is a yeah, very, yeah. very successful lobbying group mm-hmm. in oh, Australia. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the comparison is for what? overseas, but yeah. but they're they're a right wing. Christian group and and they pretend to be all about all Christian beliefs. There was a really That's interesting it. graph when they first sort of became quite prolific in in the political scene that yeah. somebody put together in 2012 when they first mm. were becoming quite prolific. And he looked went through every single press release that they'd released. Yeah, yeah. And these people say, "Oh, we're not homophobic. We just believe in God." So you would think, well, that means mm. you probably talk about all of God's. Yeah, yeah. My mum says equally. that all the time. I know what that. So <laughs> he went through every single press release that they released in the year 2012. Yeah, 120 of them 
them were LGBTI issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next highest number was human trafficking that had 21. Oh. <laughs> foreign aid was the next one at 18 press releases on foreign aid. Yeah. Two on abortion, drugs and alcohol, the homeless, atheism, asylum seekers all got one press release each and the LGBTI community got 140. So that sort of gives oh, you yeah. an idea of what mm. this lobby is really about. Yeah. Ugh, and it's, not it's good sort stuff. of scary mm. to see how much influence they have over our... Well, so they, scary. They yeah. had such a big influence in the last election that we had because, mm-hmm. like, prior to Scott Morrison coming to power and becoming our Prime Minister, it was very obvious that Labour were going to win. Mm-hmm. And then sort of within the last few months, they really campaigned. They put out leaflets. They did marketing online. And they, a lot of they, misinformation. Yeah. Well, not even it. misinformation. Lies. But they just target like, people It was who, lies. That's it. Yeah. They sort of twisted they have the money. information. They, print, yeah. they have the money to print shit. And they know who to target. Like, yeah. There were a bunch of schools up in the northern Queensland that they put out leaflets to the mm-hmm. parents being like, you need to vote for the Liberals because of this and mm-hmm. that. And it was just like... Just and it's scary that they have stuff. so much influence. So yeah, I, I found I, statistics about Christy. Obviously, Australia, after white settlement, was settled as a Christian country mm-hmm. and now yeah. uh, laws are settled on Judeo-Christian mm-hmm. beliefs and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. We've evolved a lot over time. Yeah, I didn't realise how much the numbers have changed in the last few decades. Yeah. So 1966 census, 88% of Australians identified as Christians, yeah. which is understandable. Absolutely. I would have thought it wasn't much less than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 1991, it was 74%. Mm-hmm. 2016, 52% uh, yeah. Christians. Yeah, I saw that statistic. And I wonder how many of those people actually, like, Practicing Christians, yeah. Yes, or, or they just like, marked down. So, yeah. Yeah. so I mean, my parents put down Christian. I asked them; they but put like, down yeah. Christian, but that's because they were baptized Christian, and when they were that's kids, not, they're not yeah. going to church. So, even, there's even less than that. Yeah. So then you've got to yeah. look at. So, why is this company? Well, why is this? Well, it is a company, really. Mm-hmm. But why has this organization got so much clout? And it's the money yeah. they've gotten, and because Damn. they're a charity, they've got anonymous donors uh, that don't have to say. Yeah. So we don't know yeah. really where their money is coming from, but it's yeah. it's pretty scary. I find it terrifying that with someone in power has such heavy. Christian or like religious beliefs and they use that to dictate their decisions Mm. I mean it sounds stupid but I mean I've just recently gotten into The Handmaid's Tale and it honestly doesn't seem like that far off like fucking I've not watched it I've just like it's I started season one and it just it's very scary I think that's the concept it's playing on yeah it's very scary like I, I, I think in Australia we have a perceived culture mm-hmm. and we have a mm-hmm. actual culture mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and and whenever we discuss things like this or when i talk about this stuff with my friends i think this is a big issue especially mm-hmm. for people of our generation mm-hmm. is that we yeah. have a perception of what the cultural mass of australia mm-hmm. thinks and believes mm-hmm. and and puts their votes and money behind but it doesn't necessarily reflect and line up with what votes get tallied at the end of the day and how people are actually voting. Mm. You'll ever see season six of Angel where (laughs) he time travels and he has, I think, a baby with his own mother who then ends up becoming like an alien god that brainwashes the whole world. Anyway, anyway. that's besides the point. It it just reminds me a bit of that is where Mm. we walk around thinking we're Mm. we're in this liberal liberal kind of cool, trendy, free-thinking, supportive environment. But the the, the, the (laughs) votes and, and the 
people in power and the doesn't, people that have the money yeah. doesn't necessarily reflect yeah, yeah. that and the issues that we have. It's um, interesting what, that you bring that up because I was chatting with... About um, Angel, you no, mean? No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I was chatting with my fiancé's, oh. um, his brother's boyfriend who's from America and he was saying that like when I was first introduced to Australia, I thought it was this really liberal place and then I moved here to be with Joe and he was just like, I didn't realise until I got here how racist and how mm-hmm. like religious that this yeah. country oh, is. Like I've not faced but- so much discrimination anywhere besides mm. moving to Australia but it's very quietly those because things. it's not the perception that's mm. it, that, that we put out there that we have because if we're going to look at statistics I even saw today like in the history of Australia the number mm. of times that the Labour Party has been in power is just like minuscule and you yeah, said yeah. before yeah. it was like your words before was like it was very obvious that mm. Labour was yeah. going to win that's it but that's a perception yeah because of the culture that you're a mm-hmm. part of exactly. and the perception that you have of this country but it was also yeah. a very fairly good estimate because of the results of the uh, marriage equality survey and that sort of thing like we sort of felt like we were going in the right direction Mm. I think the the interesting thing from that statistic I said before which is in 2016 only 52% of people identified as Christian Mm. and as we've said even less of those people are practicing Christians Mm. it's actually not about who is a Christian it's the Christian lobby has all of this money and it is so good at spreading this information that they put stuff out there that actually they don't put the Australian Christian lobby on on these flyers and they don't put they yeah. put information out there specifically Misleading. just trying to propaganda basically for the right wing yeah. that is not necessarily based on Christian beliefs or even identifies yeah. as Christian mm. yeah. flyers or websites or social media accounts and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's like when you um, get an email from the bank uh, yeah. and, and you click yeah. on it, but exactly. it's actually coming from like Joe at... Uh, it's like, <laughs> so, so give us all yeah. your details and full name. <clears throat> and what what really fucking... Sh- Sorry, I'm talking a lot, but I get... No, no, the no. Christian lobby is really one it. of my... Oh, I hate them so much. What really fucking shits me about them and the way that they talk about us and and the entire LGBTI community is the way that they compare our suffering. Mm. So organizations like the ACLU's Mm. religious freedom or freedom of speech bullshit as if to compare what they're going through or what Israel Folau's going through as if it's what we're going through. And it's like, no, like our history of suffering is like being hunted by the police for sport. Watching our community die of fucking mystery yeah. disease whilst politicians ignored the fact that mm-hmm. it even yeah. existed and wouldn't say the name of the disease. Um, fighting for the same basic legal rights as our straight counterparts. And yeah. even still today, like our trans siblings being murdered at a disgusting mm. rate. And yet people like Israel Folau and the Australian Christian will think that they're yeah. being vilified because oh, their employers yeah. have said Such you can't post wow. shit about other people yeah. on social and media. It's, like, it's my religious freedom. Yeah, like, no, no it's, it's not. not. It's heterosexual yeah. privilege it. at its finest. Yeah. And it's so fun. discriminatory. Ugh. Like, it's, fuck it's you. It's not the same thing. It's, it's not at all. Oh, he yeah. just wants it to be legal to spread hate in the way yeah. that he is. It is. Yeah, it's yeah, terrifying. It's so scary. And even if you want to get into the nitty gritty of the words that are being used, he keeps saying that it's what he believes and it's what he does in his private life and that sort of mm, stuff. Ugh. It's like, no, social media is not your private yeah, life. No, it's not. If your social media account has been built up because of the work you've done with, with Rugby Australia, then yeah. Rugby Australia have a buy-in on that social media account yeah. and they're allowed to have some influence over what's exactly been done. Right. That's just how social media works. Yeah. You can go stand on the street and yell it all you like, oh, but if social media, if, if your boss says you can't, then you can't. Yeah, he literally had a job to do. He signed that he's going to do a job. He didn't do a yeah. job. He got fired. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's so embarrassing that it doesn't come straight 
straight to my mind, but a really good tweet that has always mm-hmm. um, stuck in my head is that at its core, a lot of Australian culture has some extremely conservative, mm. exclusionary ideologies masked mm. by the veil of laid back, golden hearted, easygoing sort of camaraderie. But the numbers don't reflect that. Our legislations and our parties and our mm. political leaders don't reflect that. No. And anyone that, you know, like your friend Mikey yeah, and yeah. you and myself have felt in this country, yeah. uh, that when it push comes to, to shove, that is not reflected. Mm. And much like in Angel, you can't always trust your perception mm. Mm. of how things are going to go politically yeah. in this country. Um There is a phrase coined for this Mm -hmm. silent majority called the quiet Australians because when it came to passing marriage equality for us, it Mm. it did feel like we are in the majority. Our our voices are so loud. But the people that hold these really conservative Mm. opinions and will vote on them and take action on them are actually quite quiet and they're not speaking out in public, they are, I hate to say this, people like my mother yeah. and mm. like my father and my family who will shake your hand in the street yeah. and yeah. they will come to, God forbid, your wedding or, yeah. you know, they will attend and they will yeah. smile and they but will, talk, but they will I, vote I, against you. I still don't you. get it, though, because we still got a 60-something percent result yeah. for us in the marriage. Yeah. That was a silent vote. They didn't have to do that. Well, mm. yeah. What is it? Sixty-four percent of statistics are not. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, yeah, do you right. know what I mean? I don't. I, I think it's actually more to do. I I do think the majority of the Australians of Australians do yeah. support LGBTI people mm-hmm. and our rights. Mm-hmm. The the problem in this situation, the money that's being raised is by that forty whatever percent. Yeah. That voted against us, mm. yeah. but it's, it's the Australian Christian it's organisations like the Australian Christian Lobby yeah, that have major yeah. quiet donors that's giving them it. money. Then can go out and print Chinese uh, Mandarin well, uh, yeah. flyers telling telling people that oh, don't speak yeah. English as a second yeah. language. And they're also the people that were quietly funding yeah. social media accounts that were telling people that if you vote for Labor, you're going to lose all of this money when mm, you die, yeah. and people inherit. They're going to have to pay a death tax, which was never a thi- you know no. yeah. all this sort of shit that they promote that actually has nothing to do with. With Christian mm-hmm. values, yeah, they do because they're really what well, all they are is a, a front for the extreme yeah. right. Well, mm. money talks, money, money, money talks. And it talks a lot more when you don't know where it's That's coming yes. from. And I think so many people donating. C- no look, idea. You grew up Christian, didn't you? I grew up Catholic. Yeah. Do you remember this? I don't know why of all of the Bible stories. I always remember the story about Jesus going into the temple. So the mm. temple, there was all these like people selling shit and like they were charging money to go into the temple and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And Jesus went down and was like, why the fuck are you doing this at the yeah. temple? This temple is a place of worship. And he like destroyed mm. the stands. I was like yelling at all the people and that sort of shit. This to me, that I just remember that being like a, a simple like, memory of like what Jesus is supposed to be about. Mm. And he was like, worship yeah, was- God. Don't try mm. and make money. Don't try and fuck people o- over. Look yeah. after poor people. Be a good fucking a person. Good core Which seems like a really, yeah. a really good mascot to have. Oh, you know, you would think yeah. a religion built General around this guy stuff we like. would be really good. And and to me, Israel Folau and the Australian Christian Lobby mm-hmm. using this argument is basically sort of the temple and the the, the gays in this yeah. case yeah. Uh, and, and, and our supporters are Jesus going, what the fuck what are the you fuck? doing yeah. using yeah. this mm, as, as your way of... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, rough. that's and this is the Bible according to Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Get yours now. <laughs> it's a strangely erotic story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our new merch. 
Um, thank you very much for giving us your money and subscribing yeah, to our thanks. Patreon. We really so do much. appreciate it. Tell your friends. We yeah. will have a bonus episode. I think nearly every week. Yeah, so, yeah. and yeah. go and report the Australian Christian Lobby yeah, Facebook page or something. Yes, oh, and do. watch Angel season six. <laughs> and if you want to give money, go find me. Give it to like some dying kids or yeah. something. Yeah, like something actually important. Go do the one that Magnus Zabanski is doing. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 All right. Bye. Bye. Alright, so you may have been missing us this week. We didn't have a regular episode on. It's having a little break. We're having uh, a, just yeah. a little... Even a God little needed a break. break. Yeah. Just resting my eyes. Um, <laughs> but for our lovely Patreon members, we wanted to at least have something to share to get yeah. you through the week. Yeah. To say thank you for subscribing. Um, We've just been out for a boozy dinner, so this is yeah. going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely not recorded after three hours. Goose <laughs> rolls Never. Um, we're a little bit into Pride Month and it's a big topic that I thought we could sort of share some of our opinions about it because for me I think one of my main takeaways from Pride Month it's a US based celebration just that we don't technically celebrate Pride Month here in Australia but one of my takeaways from it is it is a time for a lot of gay men to have a lot of opinions (laughs) very loudly (laughs) more than usual on Twitter more than usual (laughs) and and that to me is kind of a celebration of Pride is being able to get on our socials the fact that we can chat about it and and really spout some real beer Get on our soapboxes for the entire month Mm. as well. And Um, y'all can't say shit. So, because this is one sided, it's a podcast. (laughs) Proudly. I think that's a really important thing. Uh, More seriously, what I do take away from Pride Mm. Month is visibility. Absolutely. I I think that's the key. That's the reason why we have marches. That's the reason why we have Pride Months, is sometimes we can forget that. There are members of our community who live much smaller sheltered lives Mm, than us and that little patches of visibility can actually make or break their day. For me, I always remember many years ago not being widely out and proud Mm, mm. and just little things like seeing the rainbow flag Mm, sticker on a door when you walked into a business or when I signed up for the gym for the first time, seeing that there made me realize, oh, I can breathe. Like You literally sigh a bit, being like, okay, I'm going to be okay in this space. And you just mince through the door. (laughs) In some ways, being a visible queer person is like being a walking, talking, Mm. breathing rainbow flag sticker for you know, members of our community that may not be out and proud yet or Mm, may not be in a situation. And I understand, sorry to ramble, but I understand that being out and proud in some ways is a privilege as well. Some people aren't afforded the sort of privilege to be as vocal and public about Mm -hmm. their sexuality as the four of us. Mm. So for me, pride has always fundamentally been about visibility Mm -hmm. and it's a month to be more visible than ever maybe in my case be more mm. obnoxious and loud <laughs> I think and painful. don't know how yeah. you're going to do that <laughs> <laughs> but it's a broad topic as well there's it is, little yeah. things to touch on I one conversation that I think is a hot topic mm. in this current political climate 
is corporate sponsorship mm. of Pride. Oh, yeah. Pride yeah. Month, mm-hmm. uh, branded products you can buy with the rainbow flag. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Kyle sent me one today and I'd seen it on Twitter a few times. Yeah. It's Xbox's Pride controllers oh, and what? things yeah, like yeah. that. They have it, okay. it. Apple are releasing a wristband for their, oh, their watches. Similar, Pride, similar to the black oh, wristbands. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And my opinion on this kind of stuff is mm. a lot of it is clutching for your pink dollars yeah yeah and the best way is if if you want to support queerdom in its entirety mm-hmm. during pride month yeah is supporting your local businesses for mm. sure and independent artists mm-hmm. queer artists yeah and people that you legitimately know are supporting the lgbt yeah. cause i think corporations like xbox don't necessarily require your money <laughs> and no. support during Pride Month. Look, they're it's, no PlayStation. But... It's not a tough time of year for Xbox. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for your local gay bookstore or your local bar, that can make or break a month for them. So mm-hmm. so that is my two cents of that. Yeah, this is something that I disagree with people a lot. So mm-hmm. feel free to hate me. Send me hate. Oh. But I kind of look at this corporate sponsor. Look, a lot of it's tacky. For sure. I, I, I totally agree. And I'm not going to go buy the Listerine oh in the rainbow bottle or anything like <laughs> How that. How do you do the sandwich? The gay <laughs> sandwich? The LGBT oh, sandwich. The, 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 the toasted yeah. cheese? Yeah. That looks yeah, not yeah. appetizing. No. But <laughs> the exciting thing is they're putting their na- their brand name and they're banking yeah. their dollars. This is, I mean, and, and maybe this is the way of working out whether or not we're winning in a capitalist world yeah. is um, when these protests were happening, when Stonewall was happening, or, you know, when you look at the Tasty Raids here mm-hmm. in Melbourne for, for a local example, or Mardi yeah. Gras up in Sydney, people literally had their names printed in newspapers yeah. and, and they would be fired by their employer for the fact that they were, they were gay, gay. Yeah. or lesbian wow. or trans or bi. Mm-hmm. That was allowed to happen. And the fact that we've, in, in the 40 years since it was legalised yeah. in the state of Victoria and mm-hmm. or since, you know, the first Mardi Gras up in Sydney, the fact that we've gotten to a point where companies are now willing to put rainbow shit on their Listerine bottles is sort of exciting for me and I yeah. don't have a problem with it. Uh, it's We've basically turned mm-hmm. it into, into the gay Christmas. You know, companies release a Christmas version of, you know, the Christmas <laughs> Coke yeah, bottle yeah. or whatever. I know that they're doing it for money and I know that, but yeah. isn't it exciting now that we, we've become such a movement that it, it is financially beneficial for companies to celebrate Pride Actually with us. It, now, yeah. there is exceptions to that thing. You know, I, I think people should still be doing a little bit of research and if it's yeah. a, a bank yeah. that, you know, lends Sports money to mining. countries well, like, yes. even hard, yeah, more yeah. hardline supports countries that have corporal punishment for um, LGBTI mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's something we need to be concerned about. If of it's course. an airline that flies um, refugees to detention yeah. camps, yeah. then that's something that we should be cautious of as well. Sure. But, you know, if fucking Hershey's want to release a yeah. rainbow-coloured poo-looking chocolate, then, yeah, they great. They do, do look it. like yeah. poos. <laughs> Sorry, that's what it's like. Um, I, th- I think there's a fine line there, though. Like, it's about being informed and informed yeah. choices. Absolutely. there are so circumstances where members of the LGBT community Mm -hmm. cannot afford to support you know, they have to choose where their dollars go. Yeah. To the gates of Rolton Patreon. <laughs> and that could be a decision between a independently funded yeah, yeah. LGBT podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or a Hi. bottle of rainbow Listerine. Yeah. And and it's about making the informed decision of yeah. you know where your money actually yeah. where your money is ears, and not who you're actually going. supporting. Like because that's my thing. Like I think it is great that these big companies are stepping forward and supporting Pride Month, but at the same time, I would rather give give my money to a company, mm-hmm. whether they're big or small, that's actually giving back to the community. Yeah, and that's absolutely. actually supporting something that 
the community needs. Like in America, like there's a bunch of different big companies like Bloomingdale's. They've re-released a whole swimwear line and a bunch of their proceeds go back towards like the Trevor Project and like a bunch of different like um, youth queer programs Mm. that I think is about 50% of their proceeds go back to that, which is amazing. And that's something that Mm -hmm. I would love to put my money towards. Obviously, we don't have that here, but something here in Australia. I was going to say, do most brands, do they have like a donation? So most of 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 it, just they they get most of their earnings from it? No, no, no. But a lot of them do this this thing of putting their rainbow on their packaging or whatever starts from them supporting their staff. Mm -hmm. So creating internal support systems, internal policies about LGBTI people within their organisation. Thinking of Midsummer uh, Festival, I Mm -hmm. worked with Australia Post. Now, Australia Post, if you want to buy a stamp and send a letter, you don't have a choice of, Mm. you know, they're not putting the rainbows on for for Midsummer Festival in Australia, which is basically our Pride Month, so that you go and Mm -hmm. use their services. They are Australia Post. You don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. They started doing the visual stuff because it started with an internal program looking after their employees because they found that of all the major organisations in Australia, they found Mm -hmm. that they had one of the lowest amounts of staff that were out in the workplace or the the highest amount of closeted staff in the workplace. Because, yeah. Yeah, how did they get those statistics? They did a a quiet survey saying, are you open about your sexuality in the workplace? And they had a a huge amount of people saying no. So they were like, right, well, we need to do something about that. So they started internal stuff to support their own staff and then decided, right, well, we need to show everyone that that's what we're doing so that LGBTI people feel comfortable coming and working in our workplace. Seek.com.au did a similar thing and they now have stalls at Midsummer Festival and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this stuff does start because, yes, they might not be donating money. And and obviously... Sony or whoever it was, I don't yeah. know your games, but <laughs> they probably have the money to be doing yeah, that sort yeah. of shit. But some of these companies don't. don't but yeah, if they yeah. are at least creating great workspaces for their employees, I think they're deserving of putting mm-hmm. a rainbow on their product or, yeah. or changing their logo for the month or, or for sure. whatever. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's about being informed mm. of mm. those, the corporate environments yeah. that led to these things. People are literally marketing for our money and and know where your money's going it is yeah. great to an extent to know that we are a demographic that is now sought after there's mm. some yeah. level of sour but it's also they're also acknowledging in, that they're going to lose money from people that don't well, yeah. like this, yeah. which i think is really exciting as well but ultimately i don't have a huge problem with it because mm. it still raises Awareness. visibility, mm. visibility yeah. um to see gay products in a supermarket mm. is mm. a pretty great thing mm. and i think during Pride Month, even though it's not officially here, you can start to think, what can I do myself? And Mm -hmm. a lot of these workplace initiatives Tom's mentioned do start from a single individual. Absolutely, yeah. And it can be as little as asking your manager or your boss, can we put up Mm. a rainbow sticker in the Mm, doorway? Oh, yeah. Um, Mm. I also do a silent survey of your workmates. (laughs) (laughs) I know how you really Um, feel. It's uh, interesting you talk about the fact that Pride Month isn't actually a thing here and yet we are all very aware of it and we're talking about it. And that sort of shows how how much this is all theoretical and has penetrated the real world because I would say that... Not a good enough reason to use the word penetrate. (laughs) (laughs) But but in Melbourne, this is the quietest month for gay events we do gay events in the good weather and this is our worst weather Josh actually asked me yesterday he's like when is Australian Pride Month and I was like well we don't have an official one but I guess for Melbourne like our Pride Month is midsummer so end of January February Mm. and very start of March when Mm. Mardi Gras is on like that I guess was Mardi Gras is an official event on the Melbourne calendar Melbourne calendar because all the Melbournes go there every gay 
bar in Melbourne closes. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite parts of Pride Month or Mardi Gras and Midsummer for yeah. us is all, all the um, advertising from it. Like, I actually really like the, I call them gladverts, like the yeah, really emotional adverts. kind yeah. of adverts and like the short movies and stuff and that they tell like queer stories. Or like coming and, out stories. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. I'm always like, just, I, I get stuck in these YouTube holes and I just watch like so many in a mm. row and I'm just like, I'm not crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so beautiful. Like, that one about like holding hands. Like, yeah. have you seen yeah. that one? Yeah. yeah they always yeah, got to yeah, hold yeah, hands and then they see straight people coming and they like pull yeah. their hand away yeah oh god yeah. but also and look maybe this is maybe this is why I like this sort of shit is I remember when I first started going to Midsummer Festival 15 years ago what a mm, long fucking Jesus old. I went to my first um, one this year <laughs> <laughs> putting on a big coat because yeah. I didn't want to be on the tram oh, on yeah. the way there in my short shorts and my singlet you just wanted to reveal so scared. <laughs> yeah exactly no but it, it wasn't in yeah. so you know um, Midsummer Festival Melbourne's Gay Pride Festival starts with a big carnival yeah. party um, in the in the Botanical Gardens and it's massive it's one of the, yeah. the biggest yeah. free Huge. events in Melbourne. It was so much fun. And, wait. you know, you can BYU booze and all that sort of shit. But when I, when I first started going, I was so scared going there because mm-hmm. the, the rest of Melbourne, you wouldn't even know that it was on. No. But these... This year, you know, you go on your it's way to, to Midsummer Festival and you see trams, billboards with packed. Karen from Finance mm. on them. You see yeah. trams with Dolly Diamond on the front yeah. of them. Uh, Polly Filler doing yeah. the ads for RMIT with That's Film it. a Box and all that sort of stuff. And you're like, <laughs> the time. whole of Melbourne is sort of celebrating that. And so if there yeah. are companies that want to put their name to it and, ha- and sure. a lot of them, all of the companies that want to be involved with the festival have to give money to the festival to yeah. be involved, that festival wouldn't be happening without the financial donations yeah. from big corporations. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And if it's making the whole of totally. Melbourne realise that so there's a big cute. party going there with their kids on their shoulders and Isn't stuff. It gorgeous? Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's so lovely. Yeah. It's such a yeah, it's a beautiful time and uh, give us your money. <laughs> so if that doing. inspired you, you can donate to our Patreon. No, <laughs> you can upgrade are, your membership in the Patreon already, to the $30. They're already on our Patreon. Yeah, they yeah. Upgrade, yeah. You they can upgrade. Can up their, a, they can up their donation. Pride <laughs> month. Or don't say be homophobic. If you enjoy this episode. Please encourage. Uh, yes. Good job. Yeah. I was thinking what a missed marketing opportunity. Although, as Luke <laughs> pointed out, you can also maybe go and lo- support your local businesses. You could go and check yeah. out um, the Hairs and Hyenas Bookshop in exactly, Fitzroy, yes. which has been oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you can go and check out Eagle Leather if you're yeah. into a bit of Eagle kink Leather. stuff. Yeah. Uh, you've also got the entire of Dalesford, basically, yeah. all <laughs> queer-run shops and uh, venues. Yeah. Check all that stuff out as well. Mm, nice. Chuck a few dollars at a coin. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in for our little after show, even though it wasn't after another show. We <laughs> are having another week off next week, off the main show, mm-hmm. but we will be releasing another after show for you because we want to look after our little Patreon yeah. subscribers. There were so many afters in that sense. Oh my god! <laughs> <After> life. <laughs> um, so yeah, you, you'll get a little a little after show, but all those other fuckers won't. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you then. Bye. 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 Bye.